Although Abel Ferrara's Miss 45, aka Angel of Vengeance, would prove to be highly controversial, the astonishing performance of its leading lady would elevate it way above your average exploitation movie. I'm Stephen Archibald, and welcome to my movie podcast. Every day, on every street, in every city, women are insulted, abused, threatened. Hello, I bid you a warm welcome to They Came From Within Cult Movie Reviews Me and a Gun Miss 45, 1981 Thanks to this film, as well as The Driller Killer and Bad Lieutenant Abel Ferrara truly earned the label of being a cinematic enfant terrible Considering Abel doesn't shy away from the dark and grimy side of life, it's no surprise his first movie was actually a porno flick, one with the subtle free title, Nine Lives of a Wet Pussy. Trust me, his brand of sleaze would become more refined. He then made a proper film of sorts, The Driller Killer in 1979, and then Miss 45, a far more significant work than the previous two. Being a rape-revenge thriller, it would always be swimming in highly provocative waters. This obviously being a seriously problematic film subgenre. But as I said in my intro, the lead character's performance is so good it deserves to be seen, and you emotionally connect with her all the way. Zoe Tamalis was just 17 years old when she played the part of Thana, an innocent mute girl who works as a seamstress in Manhattan's garment district. This poor young woman has the cruel misfortune of being raped twice in one day, first by a scumbag in an alleyway and then by a douchebag who has broken into her home. After she struggles with the second miscreant, Thana ends up killing him with an iron. Chances are you'll feel zero sympathy for his demise. Tragically, inevitably, Thana is left severely traumatised by the shocking events of that day. She soon ends up dismembering the body and leaving parts of it all over the city. And when her mind unravels further, she decides to use the burglar's gun to execute several men. On a fantasy level, when it comes to watching repulsive individuals being wiped out, even liberal types like me can enjoy the spectacle. However, this movie's great strength isn't just Zoe Tamerlis. It also wants to make you think about and even be troubled by its excessive acts of violence. Thana starts out killing men who either beat women or who are potential rapists. But as her identity disintegrates, 
she starts seeing all sexually active males as the enemy who must be destroyed. Ferrara employs considerable skill, transforming the film from pure revenge fantasy into something more psychologically disturbing, which is made all the more complicated by the fact that the film has such a cool art house look about it. Born in New York City on the 9th of February 1962, Zoe Tamerlis was a talented classical musician from a young age. She became drawn to the cinema when she realised she could make more of an impression on screen. Miss 45 was her first movie and in an interview Zoe revealed that she had a lot to do with her character's development. After making this film she decided to leave Abel's group and did not take on a significant role again until she starred in Larry Cohen's special effects in 1984. Zoe would reunite with Abel Ferrara in 1992 on the deeply challenging Bad Lieutenant. Zoe co-wrote its powerful screenplay with Abel and had a small role in it. It has also been reported that she wrote the first draft of Ferrara's sci-fi film New Rose Hotel. Mr. Merlis became known as Zoe Lund when she married Robert Lund in 1986. Sadly, Zoe was a heroin addict for years. After splitting with Lund, she seemed to find a new lease of life, living in Paris with a new partner. Unfortunately, she developed a cocaine addiction, which eventually resulted in heart failure. The beautiful Zoe Lund died in Paris on the 16th of April, 1999. She was merely 37 years old. Much too beautiful to be a model. What's her secret? What is she hiding? Where is she going? It's so ironic that Zoe's character in Miss 45 is called Thana. It alludes to Thanatos, the god of death in Greek mythology. And in Freudian terms, it refers to the instinct to self-destruct. The movie's heart-hitting screenplay was written by Nicholas St. John, real name Nicodemo Oliverio. He scripted Ferrara's first 10 films, from their one adventure into porn in 1976 to the funeral in 1996. The two of them had become firm friends in high school. Some think that they parted ways due to a fallout, but in 2015, Abel insisted that Nicholas left because he didn't dig being part of the movie scene anymore. Abel Ferrara clearly has no qualms, getting stuck into the deep end of his films. He played the demented murderer in The Driller Killer, acting under the pseudonym Jimmy Lane. And he played the first thug to rape Thana in this movie. Once again, billed as Jimmy Lane in an interview he gave with the Los Angeles Times in October 1990, Ferrara stated, my films explore the dark side of nature, 
but only because I'm fascinated by the conflict with good and evil. That's what every great story ultimately comes down to. Around this time, Lawrence Fishburne, who appeared in Abel's King of New York, correctly labelled him the poet gangster of cinema. Adita Sherman appears in the movie as Thana's nosy but harmless landlady, Mrs. Nassone. Her inquisitive little dog, Phil, keeps sniffing out Thana's apartment for a grim reason obvious to us viewers. Phil's real name was Bogey and he was chosen from a dog shelter. The film's often striking visuals were captured by the cinematographer James Momell, making it hard to believe the movie's budget was only $62,000 and the unsettling music score was provided by Joe Delia and never have I heard a saxophone sound so sinister. Miss 45, like the Driller Killer, ended up getting banned in the UK in the 1980s as part of the video nasty scare. It finally resurfaced here in 1997, but with one minute and 42 seconds cut from it. Filming took place in the February and March of 1980 and was carried out in various parts of New York, including Chinatown and Central Park. Miss 45 was released in the States on the 24th of April, 1981. One of its taglines being, crime will no longer roam the streets. I'm Stephen Archibald, and thank you very much for listening to my podcast. They came from within cult movie reviews. All of my episodes can be found on most podcast platforms. Do feel free to follow me or subscribe. Please stay safe out there, and bye-bye for now. Mm-hmm.